Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Dyer. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Rickety Sergeant. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Get in crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming on I think we're running out of adjectives or just frankly we're running out of words to explain what we're watching in the nascar cup series with kyle larson on the verge of setting all kinds of records think about this with this domination this year with the number of race wins this is the first time that kyle larson's made it into the playoffs it's the first time that he's been contending for a championship yeah and with that race win today at texas he is now into the final four, and I know Statman is much happier. Is a much happier Statman than he was last week because he was calling it a farce if Kyle Larson did not make it into that final race at Phoenix as the final four. So Statman, congratulations! Your Statman mojo worked, and Kyle Larson <laughs> is in the final four in Phoenix. But yeah, well, we took it out of their hands, and that's the best way to do it. Don't let a politicians or uh, people that have something to gain make a decision for you. Again, I don't know what we're watching here, other than greatness when it comes to Kyle Larson, and I think the the cynical side that's probably in a lot of us due to what's happened over the last year and a half, or really just okay over our lifetime. I'd have been a, been a big conspiracy theorist, theorist guy, and I'm not saying there's conspiracy, but what Kyle Larson and Hendrick Motorsports is doing is otherworldly or outerworldly with the domination with laps led, race wins, performance, restarts, all of this. Grasher, I, I mean, Jimmy Johnson's seven championships with Hendrick Motorsports was incredible, but we didn't see Jimmy Johnson do something like this. Oh, Jimmy Johnson had some pretty spectacular I'm seasons. not saying he didn't, but this is just domination. This is domination. Even when Kyle Larson is not winning, he's still top three, top five, and definitely top ten. So, yeah, it's it's awesome to see what – and I'm not – I guess I am bad-mouthing his former team, the Ganassi Cup car that he was in, the number 42 – that team just didn't have it put together like Rick Hendrick's operation has. And granted, the Hendrick operation has been struggling over the last couple of years. So for them to finally get things back together, the timing with bringing Kyle Larson on board, it's just it's stunning what we're watching. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got to come to the Ganassi's defense. Hendrick is not running in, in uh, uh, IMSA. He's not running in all the other places that uh, he's not running a, a a Ford program. He's not running all the other things that Ganassi does. I mean, for crying out loud, Ganassi was running in Global Rallycross at one time. So he, oh, he, he, he had a number of things that were on the plate. And all Hendrick does with his four teams is go, is go stock car racing. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, he's... He's got that down. He doesn't have to worry about anything else. 
You have a valid point. That That is true. I, I'm not, I don't think you are either. We're not saying that Ganassi spread himself too thin, but he just never had the engineering prowess in NASCAR that he was able to get in sports cars and IndyCar and other facets of motorsport. It just didn't always click for him in, in NASCAR. No, it didn't. And uh, I, who knows why, but right. he, he spread, I'm not saying he spread too thin, but he spread as opposed to concentrating all of his eggs in uh, one basket. And now with Chip Ganassi leaving NASCAR and selling that team to Trackhouse for the 2022 season and beyond, I was going to say maybe he doesn't really give a damn right now, but it's not as if he's doing anything different than he has in previous years with not having a you know top three or four car to win a championship. It's not like things have changed because he sold to Trackhouse or selling to Trackhouse. Not at all. But also, it, is, it, is he just that far off from Hendrick to where Kyle Larson can go out there and win, what is it? Today was his eighth win his of the eighth season. eighth race win of the season? <laughs> and I, well, I no, wait, wait, what if, you were, what if you were a DJ and in the morning you played heavy metal and in the afternoon you played country? You'd be one or the other would probably suffer, wouldn't it? I'd be on the roof with a deer rifle. If <laughs> well, I had to play country stat, man. <laughs> yeah, well, short of that, uh, you know, I mean, it's he's doing different things. Hendrick is racing stock cars. Uh, Ganassi was racing GT cars. He was racing prototypes. He was racing stock cars. He was racing Indy cars. He was racing rallycross cars. He was spread around the motorsports globe. <laughs> Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night from the Lucas Oil Studios. Thank you guys for being a part of this thing. We welcome in another slew of affiliates here, the Freak Radio Network. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Got about 14 days left to buy four qualifying SUV or light truck tires and get up to 100 bucks back at a Visa prepaid card when you buy those tires. SUV, light truck tires, four qualifying bad boys from General Tire, up to 100 bucks back. Crasher? I saw on Twitter early this morning that F1's Daniel Ricardo would run the Earnhardt number three when the series hits Austin this weekend coming up. And clearly I had not consumed my coffee yet. I thought he would be running an Earnhardt tribute paint scheme for some reason. Nope. Ricardo is actually going to drive the old Wrangler number three stock car around the track just for kicks. He delivered on a bet by notching a podium at Monza this year. So it was time for McLaren CEO Zach Brown to pay up and give him what he earned, a drive in his idol's mm. 1984 ride. Yes, the Australian's motorsports idol was Dale Earnhardt Sr. On to NASCAR, coincidentally racing Fort Worth, Texas this weekend. John Hunter Nemechek was penalized with 50 laps to go when one of his crew guys went over the wall too early, but strategy changed 40 laps later on the final pit stop for the team. They took two tires, everyone else got four. Even though Nemechek isn't vying for the Xfinity title, 
this year. He is focused, you know, he is focusing on the truck series. His first Xfinity win on the season yesterday was long overdue. On the cup side of things, ever heard of a guy named Kyle Larson? We kind of brought him up a little bit ago, a couple minutes ago. If you haven't heard of him, you've clearly been living under a rock. Larson just kept doing Larson things today. And with his playoff contenders, some of them unraveling behind him, Larson notched win number eight on the season, guaranteeing his spot in NASCAR's final four for the Cup Series. Statman's wish was granted a little bit early this year. The NHRA straightliners were up in Bristol for an unusual fall weekend, bringing about loads of unpredictability. So much so that you had championship contenders going out early and new names atop the podium for the season. Alexis DeJoya took the funny car honors after qualifying number one and then just cruising through the bracket. Mike Salinas won his third top fuel wally over Steve Torrance in the final. And it was an all-female final in Pro Stock Motorcycles with Angel Sampe racing Karen Stouffer and Jill coming out on top. Get this. Fun fact. Of all the years drag racing at the dragway, Bristol Dragway, today was the first ever wally given to a points-paying winner in motorcycles. Smoke doing smoke things next. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. How about this, Freak Nation? No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Oil Heavy Duty Stabilizer, it eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Hey, man, don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. That's right. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Tasha, did you know Geico could save you hundreds on car insurance and a whole lot more? So what are you waiting for? Hip-hop group tag team to help you plan dessert? Ah, uh, fresh vanilla, rocky road, chocolate, even butter cookie dough. Scoop it is, scoop it is, scoop it is, scoop it is, scoop it is. Shakalaka, 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 scoop. Geico. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and trim shine. Lucas Oil. It works. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. Your soap is Ugh. and your body wash is a synthetic detergent. But you're not a dish. You're a man. Switch to Dr. Squatch Natural Soap for Men. For men who build things. 
Open pickle jars on the first try. Slay dragons and let their daughters braid their hair. Men who like to feel good and smell titillating. Dr. Squatch takes you places you never thought you'd go. Naked. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, coming up this hour, the winningest NHRA Pro Stock driver in history. Greg Anderson will join us next hour. It's a good 30, 40 minutes with NHRA President Glenn Cromwell. <laughs> Talk about a guy that's uh, been part of the headlines all week, thanks to a former NASCAR Cup driving champion and NASCAR team owner champion, Tony Stewart. Glenn Cromwell will be here in the Freak Nation. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil from the Lucas Oil Studios and the Lucas Oil Diesel Deep Clean. Rapid cleaning of your fuel system, effective on nozzle deposits and, of course, internal diesel injector deposits. Helps restore engine performance, cleans fuel injectors. A lot of diesels out there need some heavy-duty cleaning from Lucas Oil. That's Lucas Oil Deep Clean Diesel. All right, we're talking Tony Stewart, NHRA, and could I say this? I don't know. I didn't even ask Crash or Stat this. To the surprise of many or to the surprise of no one, Tony Stewart's going drag racing. I think it's pretty much 50-50. I think pretty much everyone in the NHRA knew that this was probably going to happen, and other people in the motorsports world, if, if they weren't really paying attention to Tony's relationship with top field driver Leah Pruitt, probably didn't consider it. So, yeah, I think it's split right down the middle, 50-50. Statman? Yeah, I kind of agree with Crash. I thought he was going to buy the whole show. Uh, <laughs> we laughed about that. or You did. I wasn't laughing. I thought he was going to buy the whole show. But uh, he just put together a team it's going to be a pretty good team with Matt Hagan and um, Leah Pruitt and he's he has the contacts to talk to people if people are willing to spend tens of millions to be a part of NASCAR they can certainly spend half of that less than half of that to have success in the NHRA and we're going by Numbers that are probably fairly soft, but at least many years ago, to win a to run a successful cup team, to run up front, it's about twenty million dollars. Mm -hmm. And from what we understand in the NHRA, to run a an NHRA team up front, maybe two to three million dollars. That's still yeah, sound about right, guy. Yeah, maybe four or five, but yeah, to, you know, depending on the number of cars and the technology trailers that you haul to each event and the people that are there and all of that. But yeah, it's probably more like five million. I remember looking at a sponsor's, uh, looking in a sponsor's eyes at Bristol one night. I think you two were around the table as well when they had just spent. Uh, what, $35 million to be a part of one team in, one cup team in 
NASCAR, and we all sort of told them that you could have spent a third of that and won championships in the NHRA. And they all looked at each other like, what have we just done? So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, especially now with Fox getting on board and live races, which they've always wanted. And some of the things we learned today about uh, promoting drivers a little more heavily. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, somebody's going to get a really good deal. I'm wondering when that number hit Tony Stewart. And if you're not familiar with the whole scenario, how this developed, Tony Stewart is engaged and set to be married at the end of the year to top fuel driver, Leah Pruitt. They started dating during the COVID shutdown last year. And again, now they're engaged. I'm wondering when that number hit Tony Stewart, the reality of, holy smokes, I can field three or four top fuel teams for what I pay for one NASCAR cup team. Holy smokes. And then all of a sudden, bam, here he is. He has a three-time NHRA funny car champion joining him, right? Matt Hagen, three-time. Leah Pruitt, one of the most popular drivers in NHRA, also part of it. So you have top fuel and funny car covered. And like Statman said, said, he's got endless connections from a technical standpoint and a sponsorship. I mean, Statman wasn't too far off when I'm sure some people thought, yeah, he, Stewart's got crazy money. He'll go out and spend $15, 20000000 million to buy the NHRA series. And he also had just had huge success this past summer with the uh, with the SRX series. That was a, a great rating success on CBS. CBS, not syndicated, not ESPN. It's on CBS Network. That's at least accessible to every television set in America. So he probably came away with some additional coin out of that. Plus additional uh, uh, connections. So what happens when Smoke decides to have an SRX kind of series for uh, NHRA, for drag racing? Take all those drivers in, in nitro cars and pro stock and bikes and put them in uh, cars and let them race against each other, against some of the guys from the past. And uh See how that works out. Put another TV show together. Make some more money. He knows how to make money. I met, In fact, I met the guy who gave him the money to buy the racetrack here in Ohio. And uh, he told me that uh, he was uh, one of the best minds that he talked with. He knew business before he got involved in business. Yeah, and that's pretty much how this NHRA team developed for Tony Stewart as well as he went through the business steps that it would take to be maybe not the most successful, but one of the top teams in the paddock. And yeah, he's, that's what he's doing right now as he's putting things together for 2022. And it's, it's, it's great how Tony is so methodical in making things work to be the best they can possibly be. And when we had Tony Stewart here in the freak nation, a month, month and a half ago, whenever the hell that was. And we talked to him about the SRX series, the celebrity racing series. It was six races, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 How wasn't it Tony who talked about forming a 
an NHRA team. Yes. For where you could have in the SRX series. Cruz yeah. Pedregon, Ron Caps, and Scott Coletta. Doug Coletta. Doug Coletta is a part of that team. Yes. Where if they can't make it one weekend, Ron Caps runs or Cruz Pedregon runs or Coletta runs. Kind of like they would do with the local guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would have a car that was constantly devoted to the local track heroes. And yeah, that worked out well as, as well. Let me just ask you guys something here, man. Man, man. We've had numerous bully pulpits over the last 21 years of doing this thing. How do you guys feel about this? That several of the things that we've talked about or wished for, hoped for, or motorsport should go this direction, where IndyCar teams up with NASCAR, NASCAR team owners are getting involved in the NHRA. These are things that we've talked about and preached or hoped that would happen. Shortening the NASCAR season. Boom. And, and it's, we're not the most popular motorsports entity, media entity out there. (gasps) Yeah. You don't say. If we just started off doing NASCAR, I think we'd be right up there with everybody else. But the fact that we spread it around with it, Supercross, Sprint cars, sports cars, NHRA, we know what the behemoth is, and it's NASCAR. But my point is we just believe that if you like non-wing sprint cars, we think you might enjoy a drag race. Or if you like motocross, you know what? You just might enjoy a sports car race. And the majority of people do. They do. It's just you get when we started this thing 21 years ago, it was so divisive. It was divisive within its own ranks, cart, IndyCar. Yeah, it was. And wow. (laughs) NASCAR fans. Nope. I don't like IndyCar. What the hell? IndyCar. Nope. NASCAR is too slow. Drag racing. What the hell is that? Oh, there's a guy named John Force over there. He's won 416 championships. But who cares? They just go straight. It's four seconds. But now look at. A lot of these folks who are coming together. Everybody seems to be coming together. And it's it's something that we've seen slowly evolve over our 20, 21 years of doing this. But I think what really got everyone together was COVID. And every, everyone really started to appreciate each other's contributions to the world of motorsports during that time. I mean, it, it was a time for so many people to reflect. And I think that drivers had already been starting to appreciate other series anyway, but then they had all that time at home that they really got to appreciate their contemporaries elsewhere in the motorsports world. And it's just worked wonders. You know what I think has been a bigger issue. And I think you would agree with me is the development and the understanding, ultimately the understanding of the power of social media where the Kardashians who don't do anything and they've got 200 million followers more than watch TV shows, including their own. And people are standing in line to give them money to be a part of that network quote network end quote. And I think that as motorsports people come to grips with that, they will find that, Understanding social media is going to be more important than almost anything else in uh, motorsports. So you end up with 
guys that have raced 400 times in NASCAR and won three races, uh, they are important because they have huge social media followings. And people that have won 16 championships are less important because they don't have as many followers. And the more people come to grips with that, the more they'll understand the way the world spins. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Speed Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios, the website, speedfreaks.tv. You follow us on Twitter. We're there for on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I think that if I had some breaking news sound right now, I'd uh, be playing it. Uh, Richard C. Suave, who's making it sound so pretty, uh, just divulged the fact about uh, 25 minutes ago that he is drinking the uh, Cow Bush Power Drink. Uh, is that true, Richie? Are you still slurping on a rowdy? Power drink? Yes, in case you're wondering how well NASCAR marketing works, I am drinking drinking Rowdy Energy right now, which is Kyle Busch's official energy drink, and it's actually quite good. Did you you walk in intentionally to buy that, or was it buy six, get one free? No, it was was, was pretty cheap, (laughs) and it just caught my eye, so I was like, I'll give it a try. Excuse me while I sit this out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of all the rot gut caffeinated drinks that you have, Richie, uh, and again, I'm told from your mother that uh, you have the kidney of an 86-year-old, <laughs> but uh, where, does, where does a rowdy rank in your Mountain Dew, Red Bull, Rockstar, Monster, Monster? where does it rank? It's fine. It's about mid-pack. It's better for you than all the other ones, though, because there's no sugar in it, which is great. Mm. Yeah. Back to you, Ken. Appreciate it. It's greatness. That's Samantha doing that. That's that's got to be an energy drink with no sugar. That's got to be all Samantha, the fitness fiend that is Kyle Bush's wife. It's a record-setting year to one dude that again was never contending for a championship. That's next, but first, your stat man scat. Oh no. I spent a few hours in Indy this week watching the SRO World Challenge teams get ready for Sunday's eight-hour race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Watching sports cars with largely equal driving talent on the Indy road course was notable. Some didn't even have money presses in their motor coaches to make ends meet. World Challenge has been around since the 70s. In 2016, it scooped American sports car racing by adopting FIA GT4 rules, and the series exploded all over everyone. Fields grew, interest grew globally, and costs actually leveled off with the sprint race format. Teams left IMSA's tire bills, and the racing was wonderful. World Challenge includes snarling big bore Bentleys and Aston Martins, and you'll see Hyundais and Minis in their own race. It's sports car racing at its best with gentlemen racers as well as the fastest professionals. Cool series. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. You are now rapping, now rapping. With 50 cent, 50 cent. You gotta love it, you gotta love it. I just wanna chillin'. Catch stunts in my 745. You drive me crazy, shorty. I need to see you and feel you next to me. I provide everything you need, and I like your smile. I don't Lucas Oil Studios, 21 years of crash stats. Yours truly, Kenny Sargent. Suave, whatever happened, Fitty? 
last I heard about 50 Cent is the dude was like in bankruptcy or something. Despite all the, the despite the fact that he's involved in like 9,000 businesses, mm-hmm. he's got some financial issues. Don't think he's made music in like 15 years either. Your name's 50 Cent. I mean, if your name was 6 billion, <laughs> it's different. Kyle Larson about to set all kinds of records. I'm not sure what the number is, but there's every indication that he will set a record of laps led in a season when they've moved to 36 races. By the time they get to Phoenix, that record should be or almost set of laps led. And Kyle Larson said he didn't expect to lead that many laps today at Texas. <laughs> it was all but like 76 or 78, right? 256 out of 334. Okay. There yeah. you go. 78, yeah. And again, eight. Someone like Jeff Gluck or Pockrass or somebody who covers NASCAR exclusively, they've got to have some numbers somewhere on all the things that Kyle Larson and Rick Hendrick are doing this year. I mean, how many, again, top tens, top fives, uh, running up fronts, uh, things that, how many, how much time has he spent in the top five on the racetrack? This just, it's bonkers what this cat's doing. And I think Statman brought it up last week is the impressive thing for a lot of people are is competition is much stiffer than it was 30, 40 years ago, where you have numerous teams that can win, but you have one dude in the five car is dominating. Did, uh, did it hurt today, uh, Stat, when you saw? Martin Truex Jr. hit the wall and uh, exit the race. uh, Painful. Painful. He is, after Jimmy Johnson retired, he became my go-to guy. And uh, I wish nothing but success for him. And he may not get to the final four, and that's that's a shame. Well, it's interesting. It's Truex is in trouble. Logano's in trouble. Yet Hamlin, who looked like he was going to be in trouble, <laughs> is still doing A-OK. Just what a wild last 30-some-odd laps. Looking at the 2021 schedule versus the 2022 schedule, the last four races, I just yawn at this. We go from the cookie cutter that is Texas to the cookie cutter that is Kansas. <laughs> and then, fortunately, Martinsville's in there before Phoenix. That'll mix things up because that's – I mean, that's your play-in to win for that Final Four. In 2022, it's going to be Las Vegas, paperclip, into – paperclip, sorry. uh, Cookie cutter. Cookie cutter into Homestead. Then you've got Martinsville into Phoenix. You've got the Roval that is a – it's the same way this year? Yeah, Roval was the cutoff. Yeah, same thing for – Next year. So you're not showing Texas on the NASCAR schedule in the final four races? No. Uh Uh-uh. That's a first. Texas will be in the round of 12. It's the fifth. One, two, three, four, five, six. This is the seventh race before Phoenix Hmm. next year. What the hell is Yella Wood? Statman, what is Yella Wood? 
It's a uh, hardened, dried-out wood used in construction. It's a NASCAR sponsor. Yeah, Yellowwood 500. They sponsored the Talladega race this year. They're sponsoring it next year. Next next year, that's what we ought to do one year. I know. I know that we've done it in the past when they got some really weird sponsors one year. I will <laughs> never forget the debut of Pork the Other White Meat. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I eat some ribs, I always think. Literally, I always pork is the other white meat. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think it in the debut race that pork as the other white meat sponsored, and I can't remember what the racetrack was, but it was something along the lines of the pork, the other white pork, the other white meat uh-huh. 500 brought to you by stainless steel, something, something, something. It, it just, Oh, it just went on back in the early to mid two thousands. Sponsors were flocking to NASCAR and they were getting their entire taglines in race title sponsorships. It was Insanity. Real quick, we got about 60 seconds before we go to break. Greg Anderson, the winningest pro stalker in history in the NHRA, will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Next year's races, you got sponsors like the Blue Green Vacations, Dual One and Dual Two. You've got the, where is it? Oh, there is uh, the Food City Dirt Race. That's, of course, Bristol. That's Bristol, yeah. The Dry Dean 400. I don't know what a dryden is. You know, you you'd recognize that logo. I would. Yeah. But do I know what the hell it is? Mm-mm. Possibly not. Damn, Indianapolis Road Course isn't sponsored yet. Either is Pocono. Indianapolis might be sponsored by people who build curbs. <laughs> That's greatness. Yeah, get us. Greg Anderson company. next. <laughs> Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. GOAT, G O A T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Transmissions are one of the most complicated and expensive components in your car or truck. Don't let leaks and low fluid make a bad situation even worse. Use Lucas Transmission Fix in your older car's transmission to stop slipping, hesitation, and rough shifting. Lucas Transmission Fix was specially formulated to make your automatic transmission perform like new, and it actually eliminates most leaks. It also works on light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shift your problem to Lucas Transmission Fix. Lucas Oil. It works. 
Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil 8 Model Dirt Series, Hope Holding League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. What up? It's Kenny Sargent. And have you checked out Speed Freaks website lately? It's speedfreaks.tv. And it's where you go to download all of our radio shows and our featured podcasts. Plus, it's where you can register for a new set of rubbers from General Tire. Go to speedfreaks.tv, hit the General Tire giveaway banner, fill in all the needed information, and bam! You might get a call from the Freaks about rolling on a brand new set of General Tires. Leave the road and take the trails on a new set of General Tires. And our website at speedfreaks.tv. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Coming up in moments, the winningest NHRA Pro Stock driver in history, Greg Anderson, will be here in the Freak Nation. Glenn Cromwell, president of the NHRA, joins us next hour. This segment brought to you by Lucas Oil. Go to lucasoil.com. Check out the line of products to keep your ride on the road. That's lucasoil.com. Freak Nation, we lost track of how many race wins that uh, Greg Anderson's won in a lifetime. All right, let's make it 98. <laughs> and he surpasses the professor in Warren Johnson. And I think the first question that I have is, uh, what was it like to get that phone call from Warren Johnson once you passed him up, oh, really? Greg Anderson, uh, with those race wins at Pro Stock, buddy? How did I know that was the first question out of the gate? It's, uh, I don't know, I think I got to get a hold of Verizon tomorrow because I, I don't seem to be getting incoming calls. I, I don't know what's going on. There's got to be something wrong with my phone. I mean, at least I don't, I'm not getting any from the Atlanta, Georgia area. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong. It, it must be a blackout in the Atlanta, Georgia area on, with Verizon's on Verizon's part. That's that's what hmm. I'm thinking. Well, you know, I say that in jest because I know you're not going to get a phone call from Warren Johnson, who at the time had more pro stock wins than anybody on the planet. And you decided to come up there and take care of business. Uh, let's go back a few years with all these race wins that you've been accumulating. You, you've had more ups than downs, but your downs have been kind of wicked as well. Uh, where is the state of Greg Anderson now holding on to the most race wins in pro stock? Are you, could you just retu- return the keys tomorrow and be happy with what you've done? I suppose I could Kenny, but no, I haven't, I haven't lived for breaking Warren Johnson's record. I, I tell everybody every time they ask me, you know, when are you going to give this up? And, and, and my answer is, is, is as soon as I can't win anymore, I, I go to these races to win. I always have. I don't go to place or to show. I don't enjoy that. You get your most fun out of winning. That's what it's all about to me. And, and I'm still able to win. So am I 
satisfied with where I'm at? No, because I think I'm still capable of winning. You know, I've got a great, great car. The HendrickCars.com Chevy has been absolutely bad to the bone all year. And, and I, quite honestly, I should have probably broke this record long ago. And, and I've dropped the ball a few times this year. I haven't got it done. But still, the bottom line is it's a great package. And, and you know, I can still win. As long as I can still win, I'm going to keep, keep digging. And obviously, the next goal is 100. If I can get to 100, we'll set a new goal. But I, uh, I'm not ready to cash it in yet and call it a season or call it a career. I believe it was last year we were talking to you about chasing 100, and you didn't really want to mention numbers at that time. You seem to be a little bit more comfortable with that now. It seems like the closer I got to it, the more I became okay with it. And when hmm. I finally got to tie more, then I, then I finally came to the realization it's going to happen. I really think it's going to happen. And I think before that, when I was two, three, four away, I still had doubts that it could happen. And there's no guarantee what tomorrow brings in this class. Obviously, we had the whole COVID shutdown and, and, and reduction in races and wondering if we'd ever get to the damn racetrack again. So you just never know how many more opportunities you're going to get. And when I finally, you know, broke through and, and got the tying win, that uh, it just like a light went off in my head. I can do this. We're going to get this record. And uh, I have a great opportunity now. We're able to race the rest of the season. And NHRA is on the upswing again. And the class is doing great. The class is the best it's ever been. The pro stock class right now is absolutely the best it's ever been. The competition is the toughest it's ever been, which makes it the hardest to win. But still, it's it's thriving and it's going to go on. So that, that gave me the confidence that, that I was going to be able to get it done. And, and yeah, it probably took a few races longer than it should have. But we did get it done, and, and now it's on to the next step, and that's winning the next event and, and trying to find a way to win a fifth world championship. It's been 10 years since we won a championship, so I, I really want that bad. And, and everybody that asks me, is it a distraction to worry about the record? It's not, because if you win the race, you set the record. If you win the race, you get the most points, and that goes towards a championship. So it's all good, and it, it's just fine to worry about it and think about it. You've talked about it a couple times now in how, you know, maybe I should have done this a little bit sooner. Maybe that number 98 should have been a few races ago. However, you also brought up how the class pro stock is the most competitive it's been possibly ever. So isn't it nicer now? I mean, I don't know. Everybody's competitive minds are so different. They're so unique. But do you think it's a little bit nicer now to get wins when they're harder to come by versus rolling over the field? Absolutely. Positively. You know, there's a lot of great years there where, we were just flat expected to win. If we didn't, it was a huge disappointment. And that's not the way it is anymore. You now you now know when you roll into a race and you qualify, whether you qualify first or 16th, you still got a great chance of winning that race. And there's so many young, young kids. I mean, talent, unbelievable in this class right now. And, and what's different now than it was, you know, years ago when young talent came into the class, they're coming into the class, they're jumping into race cars that are absolutely the best that can be built. They're jumping into an engine. They have an engine that's the same engine that I have, the same engine that Eric Anders has, and not one horsepower less. So they're jumping into a great opportunity to win right off the bat, and that didn't happen years ago. So all those things have made the class 100% better. They've made it way harder to win, but they've made the class 10 times better. So, you know, I take a lot of credit for that, too, between us here at KB Racing and, and, and Elite Motorsports. We've, you know, basically decided to lease the same exact equipment that we race ourselves. And it's, uh, it's, it's really even the, the pack out and it's made it tough to win, but it's made the class fantastic. Greg Anderson, 
Are you going to be racing uh, in your 70s like John Ford? <laughs> I think I can go on a, li- on a limb and say no. That, that, that's, uh, that's asking too much. And, you know, I know John Ford is still getting it done. He's 70-whatever, and he's still getting it done. But I don't think – I can already see that it's, it's harder to do the things I used to do. And, 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 you know, I can still cut a light, but I can't cut it every time anymore. It, it's, it's like that country song. I'm, I'm good once, but I'm not as good as I once was or some damn thing like that. That's kind of <laughs> the way it is. When you get old, you can still do it. You can still string together a few in a row. But to do it every time, every single time, those days are gone. They're gone with the youth. Have you changed the way you train for this? I do. I, I work at it a lot harder because I've had to. And, and, you know, the bottom line is every one of these young cats can go out there. They can be double O. They can be teen on the light. They have a car that's just as fast as me. If I can't find a way to do that, I can't win. So I've had to find a way. It's, it's just, you know, the price of poker went up, and, and I had to find a new way to reinvent myself and find a way to, to cut a light. And, and I'm, you know, I've made progress on it where I can still do it. But like I say, I, I just haven't been able to cross that bridge where I can do it every single time. And uh, that's what you want to get to. That's what I'm trying to get to, but I've at least gotten halfway where I can do it sometimes. You're going to keep it a secret, or are you going to do a Zoom seminar and tell us all how to <laughs> It changes up? every day. That is the God's <laughs> honest truth. When I go to a race and I, and I do well, I say, okay, well, I'll stick to that formula, see if I can do it again next week, and then I go the next week and I can't do it again. So now i got to go home and i got to reinvent a new way of driving again, a new way to let my foot off the clutch, a new way to think about things, a new way to stare at the tree. And it's, it's crazy how you just got to keep reinventing yourself. But that's been it for me. There hasn't been one simple thing that's worked, at least not long term. It's worked for a race or two in a row. And then all of a sudden, you got to find something new. Has there ever been a time, Greg Anderson, 98 wins, NHRA Pro Stalker joining us here in the Freak Nation. Has there ever been a time such as this where the class shares so much technology and information with people in the same field? It just seems like everyone's got their hands on something that... Greg Anderson's doing. Absolutely not. And, and, and I can think back to when we had all our, I guess you call them glory years or whatever, when we were able to win, I, I guess I won 15 races in one year. Well, all I had to worry about and all Jason Line and, my, and myself and my crew chief, Rob Downing, had to worry about was finding a way to make Greg Anderson's car the best it could be. Didn't worry about anything else. Mm. And it's not like that anymore. I spend 90% of my time nowadays trying to figure out how to make my rental customers fast enough to beat me. So it's just a crazy formula, and it's uh, it's hard to to take that bite and, and and to swallow your pride and just give up that that soul. It's all about me type of deal because it's just not anymore. It, it's about all your rental customers, and it's about keeping the class great and keeping the class interesting to everybody and trying to attract more newcomers to the class. I, I, it's it's absolutely in spades. Save the class, made the class the best class that NHRA has. So. How can I argue with it? Even though it's made it very much difficult for Greg Anderson to win every week, it, it's absolutely made the class better. And, and now we have a future, which two, three years ago, I couldn't say that. Right. Well, when did you come to this realization that this is what needed to happen? Because like you just alluded to, that's not an easy realization to come to. But your long legacy in this sport, it might not be your championships as much as it is you saving pro stock. Yeah, honest to God, we really feel that way, and Richard Freeman feels that way too. You know, with Elite Motorsports, that's it's a heck of a decision we made. And now that we look back at it, how did we come to that? How did we come to grips <laughs> with doing that? That that's the amazing part that we actually bought in. 
We, we, you know, I, I can't remember, you know, if he floated the idea first or if I did, or we did it together or what, but how did we actually agree to do this and then follow through and absolutely do it and do it to the best of our ability? That's, that's the amazing part to me. And, and if you told, you know, one of the other classes, you know, top feel funny car, they're kind of in a little bit of trouble this year where they're struggling to get enough cars at, at the races and things. And, and I think to myself, you know, we showed them what the formula was, but if you're Don Schumacher or you're, you know, one of the top owners out there and all you've worried about all these years is trying to make my team as fast as I can make it, my number one driver as fast as I can, how do I bite that bullet and say, you know what, that's not about him anymore. It's not about her anymore. It's about the entire class. So it, we showed them how to do it, but I can't imagine anybody else is going to be crazy enough to do what we did. The one thing is that the NHRA has spent years promoting technology and speed and horsepower. But we found out in 21 years that they have some of the best personalities in the driver's seat. Do you think the NHRA is spending too much time promoting speed when they got some great personalities out there that could help sell the sport? Yeah, you're probably right there. That's probably where we missed the boat, where NASCAR went down the, the different road and they promoted all the drivers. But I, I, I tell myself all the time as I'm I'm at these drag races or, if, you know, for whatever reason, like today, I, I sat home. I'm not at the race at Bristol. They're racing in Bristol and Prostock's not there, right? So I actually sat home and watched the race. And, and I'm thinking to myself, first of all, it, it's so much different in person than it is on TV, but I could actually put myself on the grounds and feel it. And, and it's, the sport itself, the 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 feel, the smell, the 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 sensitivity of it, there's nothing that compares to it. There's no other sport, not NASCAR, not any other motorsport out there that compares to the product that we have. So then I think, well, how do we not focus on that's the product? That's what makes NHRA great. But as we've done that, we've we've probably missed, you know, the opportunity to promote the drivers and, and their personalities. So, you know, I guess you gotta give NASCAR credit. They did a great job promoting their personalities and they got huge and they're still huge. So how can you argue against that? So yeah, we probably missed the boat a little bit there, but you know what? It's never too late. But how would you, Greg Anderson, how would you promote Greg Anderson, the driver? And would Brittany, your daughter agree? Because isn't she the one that used to wear the Erica Enders shirts around your pits? (laughs) That's a good question. I'm uh, I lack a little personality. Probably. I'm not certainly a John force out there. I'm not going to be that, that, that outgoing personality that, that sells tickets just every time he opens his mouth. I'm not going to be that guy, but there's still a lot of interesting stories. You know, people need to, to know your families. They need to know, you know, obviously my wife, Kim, everybody's seen her at the racetrack, but, but nobody really knows her. Nobody knows my daughter, Brittany. Nobody knows my son, Cody, that well. So, you know, we need to expose all that stuff, just like every other racer in the class does. It's not all about us. It's about everybody that works on these teams and all their families. I mean, everybody... Everybody that works on this race team, including me, our families have given up pretty much 90% of their lives to support our dream, you know, to support our habit, basically, and uh, the sacrifices they go through and, you know, the life that we have off of the racetrack. It's, it's something that needs to be shown, and there's no question that, that NASCAR does a heck of a lot better job of doing that, but like I say, it's, it's never too late. We can certainly start doing that anytime. Is NASCAR NHRA's competition or is uh, the uh, NFL or NBA, uh, all other forms of entertainment, you're yeah. all after the same audience. Uh, is NASCAR your competition for that audience? 
Well, I, I guess I just, you know, I, I bring it down to the racing industry and, and they're, the, they're the big brother. They're, they're, they're the ones that got the biggest. They're the ones that, that got the big TV contract and, and, you know, their household names. So they're the ones I look at. Greg, let me, let me, Greg, let me jump in here a minute. You, yep. have, you have to sell sponsorships. Uh, I guess you're a participant in that uh, program. Do you compete against NASCAR or do you compete against uh, all other forms of entertainment when you try to sell these sponsorships? I feel that we do compete against NASCAR and, you know, maybe it shouldn't be that way. Maybe we need to open our, our eyes and, and it's just that, it, that, you know, and I'm a huge football fan, right? But I, I look at football as the, as the top of the heap. That's the number one sport. How are you going to cut into their to their niche that they've got? How are you going to cut into their audience? That's very difficult. I can't stop watching it myself. So how is anybody else going to stop watching it? So I don't know how you cut into that as far as the sponsorship dollars. I, I think the best sales package we have is people coming to the racetrack and they see a sport that is unlike none other. There's no other sport like drag racing. The Like I said, the smell, the, the sense, the feel, the, the, the noise is just... There, there's nothing that can compare to that. The product is 10, 10 times better than any other motorsport. Is it better than NFL football? It's different strokes for different folks. It is in my book, but, you know, different strokes for different folks. But as far as, as a motorsport, I think it's the best one. And we just – TV doesn't do it justice. You know that. Right. You can't smell anything. You can't feel anything on TV. Or you see the hits and everything on, on football on TV. You, you, you actually feel them, the bone-jarring crushing hits that they go through so it's a completely different deal but our sport you have to be there you got to be on the grounds and then you understand it it's still true to this day i've never taken anyone to a, to an nhra drag race for their first time that those people didn't leave saying man that's the coolest thing i've ever seen that's the coolest sport i've ever seen i want to come back i've never had anybody say that's eh, not for me i don't think i want to come back not one yet so that's got to tell you right there it's pretty special greg thanks, anderson guys. greg thanks buddy Thank you, guys. Good to see you all. <laughs> the hell kept texting Greg during that interview? Coming up next hour, man, the president of the NHRA, Glenn Cromwell. Coming up. Running and I'm so far from my home. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. <laughs> Network broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio, redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the freaks. Looking forward to this one, man. Coming up in about 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, Glenn Cromwell, who's worked his way up through the ranks and is now president of the National Hot Rod Association. He'll join us for a lengthy conversation. Many, many things we want to discuss with him. So stick around for that one, please. All right. Uh, Crash, Stat, yours truly, Kenny Sargent. You follow us on Twitter, Facebook, of course, on Instagram. Thank you guys for hanging out. You miss any of the show, go to the website, 
speedfreaks.tv. Greg Anderson last hour. Incredible. <laughs> He's right. Greg Anderson is not one of those personalities that people say, man, I hate that bastard. Or man, I love <laughs> Greg Anderson. Because he's he just he's not one of those crazy personalities that really help you form an opinion of the guy right when he opens up his mouth. And I'm not saying it's good or bad or indifferent. I'm just saying he's quietly in the, the ranks of drag racing, now become the most successful, as far as race wins go, driver in the history of pro stock in the NHRA. He's a technological genius, right? so you don't need to have – 5,000 John Forces running around out there. People actually might not like the series if that were the case. You need a variety of personalities, and he fits right in totally fine. So, yeah, I don't, I, you don't want Greg Anderson to be John Force. You want Greg Anderson to be Greg Anderson. Which leads me to this, Stat Man, unless you had something to say about that. Did you? <laughs> I can say something about anything. I'm sure you can. Uh, <laughs> that's, what's great. that's why I've been doing this for 21 years. I just leave the door open, you <laughs> bastards walk through. I just, I'm wondering how Tony Stewart, when he moves into the NHRA next year with Matt Hagen and Funny Car, who, by the way, isn't afraid to speak his mind, even when it's negative comments about the 16 time Funny Car champion, John Force. You got Matt Hagen, Leah Pruitt, who's not afraid to speak her mind. And you got a team owner, Tony Stewart, who's not afraid to speak his mind. I'm curious if Tony Stewart. Will sh show us some Tony Stewart type things of old if some things don't fall his way when it comes to drag racing, Statman. Well, first of all, I think things will fall his way. He'll have resources and he'll have great drivers and he'll probably have uh, good crew chiefs, he'll have the resources to hire those people, even if he has to hire them away from current teams. Uh, and uh, Tony's Tony. He's going to be Tony. He hasn't changed. He didn't change with SRX. He didn't change with uh, golf tournaments in Missouri. He, he Tony is Tony, and he's always going to be Tony, even when it's for the kids. If you, if you get a moment, Freak Nation, go subscribe to our YouTube page, and you'll be notified every time we put up a snappy video interview, of course, on uh, YouTube. And there's one up there with Tony Stewart that – this guy hasn't changed in the 20-plus years we've known him. We had a five-minute conversation about him not being in the birthing room with his soon-to-be wife, and I would hope, I don't want to say soon-to-be pregnant, but eventual, eventual thank you, Crasher, eventual pregnancy with Leah Pruitt. He gave us a minute-by-minute minute rundown of why he will not be in the room to cut the umbilical cord. And what he will be doing instead. Right. Yeah, it's awesome. Sports center and a cooler. And some other things. Yeah. And that, that's what Statman's alluding to is it's just smoke is smoke. This makes it so damn great, man. It'll be awesome. Curious how the NHRA is going to cover it. You know, it was interesting when Jesse James got involved with the NHRA, gosh, four, oh, five with Coletta Racing. Was it the mid-2000s? Yeah. Really? Right. Wow. wow. And you would see the camera numerous times on Jesse James there at the starting line. I'm curious how 
they're going to handle it now with Tony Stewart as a team owner. If it's going to be overkill or they're going to just write the coverage or. It'll be overkill at the beginning. Smoke amongst the smoke. Smoke smoking them. Okay. Oh, it's already overkill. It's a smoke off. Okay. Mia Pruitt. Double smoke. Is that if she has twins? Yep. Going to bring another round of affiliates. Get right back to Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes from Lucas Hole Studios. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. More Speed Freaks affiliates coming in on Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. The Freak Radio Network. Thank you guys for being a part of it. All of the audio apps. Logging into the Freak Nation. Sirius XM. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Coming up, Glenn Cromwell, NHRA president, will be here in the Freak Nation. But first, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by good friends of General Tire. Now through the end of October, purchase four qualifying SUV or light truck tires, get up to a $100 Visa prepaid card when you buy those four qualifying SUV or light truck tires. For more information, do what smart folks do. Go to GeneralTire.com. Crasher? NASCAR was racing in Fort Worth, Texas this weekend. John Hunter Nemechek was penalized with 50 laps to go in the Xfinity Series when one of his crew guys went over the wall too early, dude. But strategy changed 40 laps later. It was their final pit stop for the team. They took two tires. Everyone else got four. And it was awesome. It worked out. Nemechek isn't vying for the Xfinity title this year as he is focusing on his Truck Series championship. But his first Xfinity win on the season was long overdue. On the cup side of things, now we're talking about today, there's this guy named Kyle Larson. If you haven't heard of him, I don't know what you've been doing this year. Larson today in Texas just kept doing Larson things today. And with some of his playoff contender rivals unraveling behind him, Larson notched win number eight on the season and a guaranteed spot in NASCAR's final four in Phoenix. Statman at that moment became happy. The NHRA straight liners were up in Bristol for an unusual fall weekend, which brought up loads of unpredictability. Hot Friday qualifying into a relatively cold race day today. So much so that championship contenders were going out early and new names were atop the podium for the season. One being Alexis DeJoria. She took the funny car honors after qualifying number one and then just cruising through the bracket. Mike Salinas won his third top fuel Wally over Steve Torrance in the final. While it was an all-female final in Pro Stock Motorcycles with Angel Sampe racing Karen Stouffer, Angel coming out on top just a day or so after she was gifted a pretty cool autographed poster from the first lady of drag racing herself, Shirley Muldowney. And fun fact, of all the years drag racing at the Bristol Dragway, today was the first ever Wally given to a points-paying winner in the motorcycle category. It was a fairly wild finish to the Indy 8-hour race today. Audi with the win, drivers Patrick Niederhauser, Christopher Haas, and Marcus Winkelhock. More freaks coming up. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. 
How about this, Freak Nation? No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy-Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do, protect your engine, and offer peak performance. Lucas Oil Heavy-Duty Stabilizer, it eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Hey, man, don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy-Duty Oil Stabilizer. That's right. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Tasha, did you know Geico could save you hundreds on car insurance and a whole lot more? So what are you waiting for? Hip-hop group tag team to help you plan dessert? Aw, fresh vanilla, rocky road, chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough. Scoop, it is. Scoop, it is. Scoop, it is. Scoop, it is. Scoop, shakalaka, 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 scoop, shakalaka, 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 Geico. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. It's called a tune-up in a bottle for good reason. One little bottle added to every tank of fuel is like a team of mechanics going to work. Lucas Fuel Treatment cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. It increases power and fuel economy and burns excess exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is the best and simplest way to get your vehicle to perform at its peak. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. What up? It's Kenny Sargent, and have you checked out Speed Freaks' website lately? It's speedfreaks.tv, and it's where you go to download all of our radio shows and our featured podcasts. Plus, it's where you can register for a new set of rubbers from General Tire. Go to speedfreaks.tv, hit the General Tire giveaway banner, fill in all the needed information, and bam! You might get a call from the Freaks about rolling on a brand new set of General Tires. Leave the road and take the trails on a new set of General Tires. And our website at speedfreaks.tv. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Hey, I hear the voice of the preacher from the bathroom. Call him a name and I follow just to find you. I trace the face to a broken down television and put on the weather. Then I've trained myself to give up on the past Cause I've frozen time between hearses and caskets Lost control when I'm in You driving a diesel out there, Freak Nation? How about diesel deep clean to keep that diesel engine spiffified? Cleans fuel injectors, helps restore engine performance, restores power. The power lost due to fouled injectors. Effective on nozzle deposits and internal diesel injector deposits. Rapid cleaning of the fuel system. Got yourself a diesel? Check into this, man. It's Lucas Oil Diesel Deep Clean. For more information, go to lucasoil.com. 
Uh, six or seven minutes. Glenn Cromwell, the president of the NHRA, will be here in the Freak Nation. Broke my collarbone last Friday. Oh, I was wondering if we were going to get to this. The stat man just, I can hear stat man just drill. <laughs> he, stat man wants to talk about that all night. <laughs> <laughs> so were you being a bit of a speed freak yourself, Kenny? I mean, granted, you are the king freak. I mean, why do, why do people act like I've, I've got to act my age? It's like, oh, you know, we're, it sucks getting old, doesn't it? I, I don't. Get up in the morning going, man, I am this old. I am not going to act this way. I'm going to I'm gonna act my – I got my damn mountain bike and hit a bad patch of sand in the <laughs> desert and went over the handlebars. I mean, that had nothing to do with it. My 25-year-old self would have broken my damn collarbone. <laughs> Probably would have been drunk at 25, too. <laughs> yeah, and you wouldn't have felt the pain as much. Right. But yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here in a sling and I got a doctor this damn thing. Just with the pain in the ass is it trying to sleep, man. Did they give you good drugs? It? Yeah, absolutely. Matter of fact, I'm on, uh, I've got intravenous right now. No, you do. No. Matter of fact, uh, the only time I was good, like sleeping in a chair was again in my 20s and I was drunk. I mean, now I got to sleep upright. It's just weird. God. But today, okay. So the part of your collarbone that is broken, mm -hmm. it's kind of like the bone has overlapped itself. Yeah. And for the past two days, you felt the bone kind of clicking and clacking and moving itself yeah. inside your body. You didn't feel that today. Uh, a little bit. Oh, you did. Maybe oh. we could use some of that tortilla that's in your mouth to push, put our freaking collarbone <laughs> back together. <laughs> I knew you were going to come. I knew. Well, don't, you don't put food in your mouth just before we go on the air. <laughs> I was hungry, damn it. <sighs> 21 years. That's something I will never learn. When my stomach says go, I go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I, it's funny how an almost eight-year-old, my eight-year-old daughter, almost eight-year-old. I got some sympathy initially, but it's like, who cares? You know? Oh, she was, no, she was pretty good to you all weekend. This yeah. morning, she even asked how your shoulder was doing, how your, right. how your thing was doing. She And then she pointed to her collarbone. Mm -hmm. How is this doing, Dad? Well, it sucks. Sucks I'm boob. Statman, did you ever break your collarbone as a kid? No, I've broken other things, though. My wallet, my uh, bank account, my, uh, you know. Blame it on your women again. Hey, you know, who else am I going to blame? Right. I truly thought your boy, Baker Mayfield, broke his leg today. Uh, but, yeah, no. Don't go into Baker Mayfield. Let's. Let's keep that. Wow. Let's keep that between ourselves. 16 minutes okay. into the second hour, man. We're, we're digging ditches. Let's yeah, stop well, that. I thought that would get a little bit of a rise out of Statman, and no, he's being very no, polite about I didn't, it. I didn't watch the whole I didn't watch the whole game. I mean he's he's reverting to form now. <laughs> Once a sooner, always a sooner. Yeah, you um, know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the quarter, the sooner quarterback on the other end of the field was kind of crushing it. So mm -hmm. keep running, Kyler. Keep your, running. Your comment makes no sense. Keep running. Freak Nation, his name is Glenn Cromwell, NHRA president. Uh, it's fantastic that he is now in that spot. Talk about, talk about a homegrown talent. He worked his way up through the ranks to become your NHRA president. He joins us next. But first, your stat man.
Scatamus. I spent a few hours in Indy this week watching the SRO World Challenge teams get ready for Sunday's eight-hour race at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Watching sports cars with largely equal driving talent on the Indy road course was notable. Some didn't even have money presses in their motor coaches to make ends meet. World Challenge has been around since the 70s. In 2016, it scooped American sports car racing by adopting FIA GT4 rules, and the series exploded all over everyone. Fields grew, interest grew globally, and costs actually leveled off with the sprint race format. Teams left IMSA's tire bills, and the racing was wonderful. World Challenge includes snarling big boar Bentleys and Aston Martins, and you'll see Hyundais and Minis in their own race. It's sports car racing at its best with gentlemen racers as well as the fastest professionals. Cool series. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. joining us here in the Freak Nation. And well, my apologies, we haven't gotten you in sooner, but good reason this week with the announcement of Tony Stewart coming in as a two-car team owner. Let, let's start from the inception. When did you see this come about that uh, the multi-time NASCAR champion, team owner and driver uh, was going to get involved in the NHRA? Well, there was some talk about it last year. Um, kind of an interesting story it was last year in Dallas um, when we were there in October and um, Tony, uh, Tony Stewart set up a meeting with myself and uh, Brad Gerber, who's our VP of sales and new business and Ned Walliser, uh, who's our VP of competition in, in tech. Um, Tony set up the meeting. Uh, I believe it was Saturday morning of the, uh, the uh, Dallas race and, we went in and, uh, you know, he really wanted to learn, you know, more about the business side of the, uh, uh, the sport. Uh, we did a call with Brett Frude, um, which I think you guys all know. Brett is an uh, uh, incredible individual, incredibly smart, understands the NASCAR business model very well, but really wanted to learn more about the NHRA business model. And so we spent some time uh, talking to him, and, and it's <laughs> – somewhat of a funny story, but it, it tells you who Tony Stewart is as a person. You know, he came in and found out that Ned uh, uh, was in charge of, charge of tech. And uh, for the next hour and a half, he had Ned backed up in a corner um, <laughs> talking to him about uh, tech issues and how to go faster and how to win championships while Brad and I were on the phone with Brett talking about, uh, you know, kind of the business side of the sport. Uh, but it tells you uh, something special about Tony Stewart. I mean, he's a he's a champion, uh, and he got there through hard work and determination. And uh, it's about winning. And um, you know, this announcement that he put together is pretty exciting. I, I know that the NHRA is excited, or all of our stakeholders are. And and I said in the press conference, probably the only people that aren't excited about it. Um, 
are the competitors they're going to have to race against uh, his team. And because uh, we know uh, we know his background in racing. He's uh, he's there to win. Well, what does this mean for the overall competitor count and for team ownership in general? Because some people are speculating, and of course, this is just what social media people do. They're speculating, oh, no, Don Schumacher is eventually going to leave the sport in a couple of years. Antron's got a team now. Tony Stewart is buying some of Schumacher's equipment. Is Don Schumacher planning to stick around for a while? Because the more teams you have overall, the better. Right. And and that is true. I mean, we we want more teams. We think that's better. Uh better show for the fans. Um, you know, I've been talking to Don quite a bit the last few months and, uh, you know, I do believe with the recent announcement on, uh, uh, when this past Wednesday, Tony Schumacher's coming back, um, shoot for his ninth championship. And, uh, you know, there's some other talks, uh, that Don uh, Mayfield's a, a few other cars there, but you know, it's, it's, um, you know, really, it's, it's it's a positive. You know, Don Don is incredible owner. I mean, he he knows how to run a business, and I think he is really uh, taught. Um, you know, uh, Antron, which is great news. Antron is going to go off on his own, and and now you have Tony Stewart, and Tony Stewart and Don work together, and, and still are working together on uh, sharing ideas. And but you know, it's it's kind of this uh, you know changing of this culture within the NHRA where you've had all these mega teams and now you're kind of going back, you know, the cycles coming back around where you have individual teams. And I think that's going to be good for the sport. Um, you know, you've got Justin Ashley in there and you've got some others, uh, Josh Hart, who's coming in and running incredible. Um, you know, I think, I think people are seeing it. We're seeing it. You guys are seeing it. Our fans are seeing it. Um, you know, being in, in Bristol earlier this week, uh, in Charlotte, you know, there's a buzz out there and there's a buzz for 2022. Uh, people are excited to, to, for Pomona to get here. I mean, we still got a lot, a lot of racing to, to go here in 2021. Championships are uh, up to be had and uh, it's going to be exciting. But there's a lot of talk over in Bristol this past week, um, this past weekend about uh, the excitement around 2022. It certainly is there. I mean, all over the internet, even all over the world, people seeing these new announcements and seeing your TV ratings go higher. It's It just seems like everything is on a positive trajectory. Will we, with maybe some added money coming into the series because of new announcements, will we get back to seeing maybe pro stock the full season, pro stock motorcycle the full season, or are we overall content with how each of the different series inside NHRA are being run? No, I think we're, you know, I think we're pretty good. Pro Stock has done a great job. Um, you know, kudos to Richard Freeman and Greg Anderson. They've done a tremendous job with their engine programs. You know, we talked a few, few years back going from 24 to 18. I think that really helped, um, you know, the participation in that category. We have a, a, a young generation coming in there. Um, and which is great, you know, with Stanfield and, and Koretsky and McGehey and, and, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm very happy with where that category sits. Um, you know, we've had some discussions with the pro mod, uh, categories to, to, you know, boost car count there, but I think things overall, um, are, you know, I'm seeing a lot of momentum, a lot of interest. We're talking, we're hearing a lot of teams coming back. Um, and I, I personally, I think a lot of it has to do with the racing community coming in back in 2020. 
and not to talk about, you know, that season, you know, I think it's one that most of us want to forget, but I, it, I think it's important to reflect and go back and talk about how everybody came together in 2020, you know, from the fans, hmm. uh, race teams, track sponsors, you know, all the NHRA employees, the track employees all pulled together to keep the NHRA um, very relevant. And I think, I believe 2020, and I knew it would pay dividends if we came together and we did, that it would pay dividends in 2021. And even you're seeing it going into 2022. Um, there's a lot of excitement. Um, the economics of the of the sport are much stronger today. And uh, but I, I think we're in a good place. I you know 2022 we have uh, 22 events. Uh, I love the schedule. We're getting great feedback from fans and our race teams on the on the logistics of that schedule. And um, I think I think we're in a very good place moving forward. Glenn, Com- Glenn Cromwell, NHRA president. Let me know if I'm wrong in this uh, perception. Most of the teams in the NHRA, it seems to me, when you go through the paddock, the teams are owned and run by competitors or former competitors. It seems like this is kind of a, a groundbreaking uh, or at least a change that Tony Stewart from the, NH- from the uh, NASCAR is coming into the NHRA. He's never competed in the NHRA, doesn't plan on, as far as we know, plan on competing in the NHRA. Is this a perception that's wrong, or is this a, a kind of a groundbreaking thing to have a non-competitor come in as a team owner? Well, I mean, it's, it's a little groundbreaking. I mean, I think having Tony come in um, is a big deal, and, and you know, we're, we're hearing that a lot of other people are starting to take a look at it. And I think I think the big changing factor why people are looking in is is what we just talked about is the success and the momentum that NHRA is having in 2021. And and I think a lot of people out there believe the sport is going upwards. And that's important. You know, if people are going to invest in the sport, they have to believe in the property and the direction direction it's going. And we're we're hearing that, we're seeing that. Um, and I think you're going to see more of it coming. And, I, and, and there are some big announcements coming here in the near future. Oh, oh dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'm not going to talk about them today. Yes, you are. No, no, you got no, to give us a chance. Tell us a little bit what's going on. <laughs> now there's uh you know i think i think i think what you see this this week you know you had uh Schum- schumacher on wednesday uh you know had tony stewart on thursday uh you know i was part of a press conference on friday with uh toyota stepping up with the capco boys and steve torrance you know three-time champion you know aligning with with that team um you know it's 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 the, I, I will say this the next uh few months uh you will be hearing a lot uh, from the NHRA and in uh, the surrounding community. Okay, hold on, though. No, wait, wait a minute, Grant. Yeah, go ahead. Oh no, no, Liz, I get all three of you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, look at them. They're they're like, oh my god. <laughs> this Toyota announcement is, I think, is huge. Not only does it bring another championship team into the Toyota tent, but it's a chance for automakers who don't make 
top fuel cars to sell in the in the showroom or even funny cars for that matter to sell in the showroom but it's a chance for them to uh, all to show off their technology uh, their name the, how they're involved in what uh, their potential customers are doing uh, is there a chance that maybe somebody like Ford who has kind of been missing from NHRA or Chrysler that might come back into the NHRA. Is there a chance that they might follow Toyota's lead and uh, get back in the program? Well, I can tell you that, uh, you know, we have, we have all four, you know, we, we have Toyota, we have Ford, we have Dodge, uh, and we have Chevrolet all in our sport. And I, I know talking with all four of them, um, they're incredibly uh, excited about where the, where the, uh, the sport's going. Um, you know, we're talking with all four of them at all different levels. Um, you know, obviously, uh, we're, we're getting into the electric business, uh, as I'm sure all of you, two of, two of you are shaking your head up and down. Yes. Come on, Kenny. Kenny Kenny's probably going to shake his head. No, I can't believe he's bringing up electric, (laughs) but, uh, you know, I mean, it's, 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 it's a, it's a piece of our business. And I think all, all of you would agree, you know, we, you know, this, this sport, was designed and, and, and it's a platform for people to come out and race uh, for participants to uh, test uh, the technology and speed. And, and, you know, we've seen our world change um, a lot recently, but um, you know, electric cars are, are here and uh, it's important for us to provide a space for them to race. And uh, you know, we've talked to a lot of the manufacturers um, regarding that side of the business, but yeah, I, I, you know, to answer your question, um, I'm, I, I expect to see, uh, more involvement from, uh, from the other three. I will read between those lines and assume that <laughs> some manufacturers are going to be announced <laughs> before the end of the year. Well, see, the one thing is Kenny, as we started, you know, Kenny knows my history and, you know, I've been here 20 plus years. And the one thing I have learned is I have to be careful and, and I have to be confidential. <laughs> <laughs> And I have to be politically correct. <laughs> yeah, that's Glenn. That's Glenn. Glenn learned the hard way. Yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll come with part two in the next segment, but, but a couple of minutes before we go to break. It's it's out there. And then you're hearing it from the president that they're not just exploring electrical vehicles, drag racing, stat, crash. It seems like it's in the works that, I don't know if an announcement is forthcoming that there's going to be something around the bend that there's going to be electric drag racing. If they want manufacturer money, they're going to have to do it. Didn't they have a mini announcement a couple of months ago that they were exploring this at the very least? Because I feel like this is not new news. No, it's not. They did announce something. But again, if the manufacturers have told them probably that if you want our money, you're going to have to do something to showcase at some point what we have in the showroom is that they can love winning races and championships. But if they can't sell cars, they're not going to be there. Yeah. And with electric vehicles nowadays, not just, of course, being able to travel at great lengths, but the acceleration, which is all about drag racing, accelerating and getting down the quarter mile or thousand foot electric vehicles and their acceleration is just stupid. I mean, Tony Stewart was testing out a Mustang sometime over the summer 
and uh, it was doing crazy numbers in thousand foot. Electric pro drag racing. <laughs> it's you, you'll be able to hear everyone in the stands. Is that electric funny cars clicking off 300 miles an hour? <laughs> Two vacuum cleaners going down the track. Yeah. The, the parachutes popping will be louder than the car. Wow. Looking forward to this, man. More with the president of the NHRA, friend of the Freak Nation, longtime friend of the Freak Nation, Glenn Cromwell. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Seems like a good day Burn a bridge or two One with all wood creaking Burn away right on cue I try to be not like that Some people really suck Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. It's a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring 11 highly competitive racing series. This year's live coverage on MAV-TV features the Arca Menard Series, midget car action provided by the Power Eye National Midget League, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, and the Pro Pulling League. There's even the Moto America Series, Midwest Drag Racing Series, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, Hoosier Arena Cross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl National. It's MAV-TV's most robust live coverage schedule in network history. So come join us at MAV-TV, the only television network in the U.S. dedicated exclusively to motorsports. For more information on MAV-TV and MAV-TV Plus, go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil, it works. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS 
to the Grabber ATX. No matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Slow down on Monday. Not a sound. We continue on with our discussion with NHRA President Glenn Cromwell. News this week with Tony Stewart starting a two-car team in the NHRA. Matt Hagen, funny car driver, leaving Don Schumacher, as well as uh, Tony Stewart's future wife, Leah Pruitt, joining Tony Stewart for the 2022 season in the NHRA. Again, more with Glenn Cromwell here in the Freak Nation. Well, I want to go back to you saying a lot of people are taking a look at the NHRA. We've seen in NASCAR, we've seen in IndyCar, and every once in a while in Supercross, you'll see some of Hollywood crossover. You'll see some NFL players or or owners crossover and kind of get a little bit of an ownership piece. Mm-hmm. Is NHRA, I mean, I think NHRA is beyond ready for that. Can we start to see some of that in drag racing as well? Uh, there's some conversations going on. Really? Um, you know, I, I will say, you know, it's, from, from the team level and even from our PR social media level, I mean, it's a big initiative for us, um, as we call them, influencers, um, to bring them to the races and, and make them part of our sport, get them engaged in our sport. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of conversations going on in the pits. And, um, you know, I think the teams, as all of you know, and you guys know all of our – a lot of our teams, uh, they're well-connected to um, – Hollywood, uh, the music business. So, yeah, I, I do expect to see uh, some of that uh, type of involvement uh, flow into the NHRA here shortly. Glenn, if if Pixar gets involved and puts out a snappy animated movie on the NHRA, will you promise me that the car is not a freaking snail? Oh, stop <laughs> it. IndyCar and a snail. I don't I ha, I, listen. OK, Pro, promise me a snail is not going to go 320 miles an hour. <laughs> but I, I, I think you guys know, you know, we I mean, I, I love I love the other, you know, sports properties. I love motors. You know, I love yeah. all motorsports. I do. I came from the Supercross side of things. I love NASCAR. I love IndyCar. But, you know, I mean, NHRA is. I mean, we're, we're, we're the fastest sport in the world. We're the most powerful sport in the world. Um, I don't think that would ever happen. Um, <laughs> you, 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 you know what we sell and, uh, we sell speed and power in, uh, and access, uh, for our fans to touch our drivers. And, uh, um, you know, I, that's, that's not, uh, we're, we're not here to go slow at all or portray that we would go slow. Well, hold on though. When you when you brought up the other series again, when we had Graham Rahal on before he and Courtney got married, they were apparently talking to. Of course, I'm talking about Courtney Force, Graham Rahal, IndyCar driver Courtney Force. Uh-huh. You know, in NHRA, they were talking to apparently Sonoma Raceway at the time about maybe getting a combined weekend event together. Can that be something in the future for NHRA? Whether it's NHRA and IndyCar together, or NASCAR and NHRA, or Supercross and NHRA. Is that something that's possible? You know, we've talked to we've talked to SMI about some of those uh, those thoughts. You know, and I think I think what you're seeing, um, 
you know, that, that motorsports are pulling, you know, much more together than they ever have, yes. you know, that we see that, um, all of our platform, you know, maybe going back 10 years ago, we all were, you know, kind of worked separate. We had, mm-hmm. you know, drag race, NHRA drag racing fans, and you had NASCAR had their fans and, you know, everybody was kind of like, Hey, you know, we were marketing almost against each other. And, and I think there's a lot of conversations happening today that, you know, for, uh, for motorsports as a general to grow, uh, we really all need to come together. And, you know, we work with, uh, you know, we're part of ACUS and, you know, we talked to Steve and, and Jay, Jay over at IndyCar and, and obviously I know the people over at Supercross and uh, we talk to them a lot, uh, a lot more than we ever have in the past. And I think that's, uh, that's how things are changing today. Awesome. Wow. Awesome. Cromwell, president of NHRA. There's something that's always been in the back of my mind and Kenny and Crash are tired of hearing me talk about it. So I'm going to dump it in <laughs> The NHRA for years has promoted uh, the technology and the 330 miles an hour in under four seconds. That's massively huge, obviously. But over 21 years, we found that some of the best driver personalities are in the NHRA garage. And is there going to be an effort to promote the personalities over the technology? Because I don't think. Uh, even as a fan, sometimes it's difficult to tell the difference between 250 and 350. So, but the personalities you can relate to immediately. Is that a, a concern on your part? Well, um, I, I think it's our, one of our number one initiatives. Um, I'm a firm believer that uh, our fans come to see, you know, you know, we're, we're fast, we're powerful, uh, you know, great, great experience at NHRA, but they come to see the stars. That's what they're coming. They want to see the stars of our sport. And, you know, for us, we, we are working tremendously hard on what we call secondary programming. Um, you know, obviously Fox uh, has come in and, you know, signed a multi-year extension with us through 2026. And that's great. Um, they do a tremendous job of covering the race and they do stories and they do interviews but we need to take it to the next level on some secondary programming where we get with, you know, Netflix or Amazon prime or, you know, a program like John forces, you know, on A&E or driving force where you have more time to dig deeper into the storylines and the personal side of our drivers. Because I think we all know, you know, as, as viewers at home, you really want to know, you want, you kind of want the behind the scenes, you know, you, you want to know who these people are. And, um, you know, we will, um, you know, we're working on that and, um, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, the next Maybe few months. Will come back to, you see, you guys are very good at trying to get something out of me. Um, but, uh, no, we, we do, uh, mm-hmm. we do realize that's a very important piece of our sport and, um, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be going down that road shortly. Good. Great. Glenn Cromwell, president of NHRA, joining us here in the Freak Nation. One thing that, uh, whether it's NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Supercross, it's it's maintaining your audience and growing your audience. And we've we've talked about that for 21 years. And how do we how do we get those audiences that don't typically uh, look towards the NHRA that can't fathom what uh, you know 10,000 horsepower is? What are some of the initiatives that you and your crew plan to do moving forward to bring that age down a little bit in the NHRA? 
Well, uh, TikTok, social yeah. media, <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> well, obviously, uh, the way people consume content is a lot different today. And you know that, Kenny. Um, you know, and we're, we're, we're investing heavily there in that space, uh, growing that area, uh, making sure that we get content out. Uh, short content, we do We do realize people don't want to sit and watch, you know, 10-minute videos. They, they, they want action. They want it quick, uh, which I do believe our sport uh, separates it separates itself from other sports that we are, you know, we're short burst. Uh, you know, we get a, a new run every, you know, minute. Uh, you know, some of these sports that you see, whether it's Major League Baseball, you know, trying to shorten the game because the attention span is differently. But, you um, um, you know, uh, we're focusing heavily there, but I think the one thing that, that we don't talk enough about at the NHRA is our youth programs. And I, we have a lot of youth programs and in, 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 in people don't know about them. We, we have a youth and education program, uh, where we bring in, uh, junior, senior, first year college kids, uh, a lot of them Votech, but, uh, you know, we talk about, uh, careers, STEM-based program, um, and we, we'll bring in 5,000 kids right over here to Pomona uh, every year uh, and introduce them to our sport. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, it's an incredible program. Others have tried it. Ours has been in existence for 30 years. Uh, Terry Vance came in a couple years ago. We developed a, a job platform for people to get jobs in our, in our, in our space. Uh, people want to get jobs at NHRA or at our racetracks. Uh, we of course have a junior drag racing series, uh, from, you know, starting at five years old, all the way up to 16. Uh, we have a junior street program where, um, someone that uh, is looking to get their license, but maybe 13, 14, 15 can drive down the drag strip with their parents. Um, you know, we have kids that come in for free, uh, 12 and under. So, you know, I think the NHRA, uh, is really hitting all the areas of, of youth, in teens looking at the future. Um, and of course, uh, putting our content in places that they're viewing, you know, we know that they're, you know, my kids, I have two kids, I have a 15 and a 20 year old. And, uh, I will tell you about 90% of their time. They're, they're, they're looking at their phone and, uh, we need to be in that space. So are you saying Glenn Cromwell has a TikTok account? No, I don't. So don't be going. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Well, Glenn, I, I think you know that we've been big fans of the NHR, and we've been critics as well. But one of the things, and, and Statman lightly touched on it, was many years ago there was a uh, there was your your NHRA guide that came out. You had Angel Sampay, you had an African American on that guide, and then of course the typical white guy thrown on there. But my point is this: is that the diver- the diversity in the NHRA has always been there, whether it's Latin, African American, and and others. That's that's been an appeal for those that get it. And the the more ways that you can promote that, you've got multiple time champions that are, that are African-Americans, that are women, that not a lot of people know about, which is just extremely badass when it comes to sports. No, I, I, I agree. And, uh, you know, I think sometimes the media takes it for granted because because we are so diverse. Uh, but we're extremely proud of, of the diversity in our in our sport. Uh, in fact, we we have a marketing program that we started in 2019, um, and you know, kind of got lost in 2020 because we were all busy with uh, 
the pandemic, but uh, it's called Speed for All. Um, and really, it's exactly what it is. It's Speed for All. It's a very inclusive program. You know, whether it's racers, participants, fans, sponsors, um, you know, we open our arms to everybody. And uh, it is something we're extremely proud of. And, you know, and we are the one sport where women, right, compete against men and win championships, you know, versus like, you know, college basketball or the WNBA, you know, they, they compete against each other, but they never put, you know, women come in and win, you know, Brittany Force, you know, Erica Enders. I mean, is she incredible or what? Mm-hmm. I mean, she, I mean, being in that pro stock category, I mean, she's taken out some of the best of the best. And, uh, you know, she's uh, she's on, uh, you know, Greg's heels right now, um, you know, going for another championship for her. So now we're, we're extremely proud of it and we continue to push it. And uh, I love our speed for all uh, campaign because uh, I think it fits us perfectly. It's badass. Lynn Cromwell here in the Freak Nation. You you doing all right, man? You're not sweating bullets coming in the Freak Nation again, bud? No, I'm okay. I'm actually kind of cold. It's cold in our office. It's cool here in California today. <laughs> well, again, man, we're we're proud of what you've done, what you continue to do, and uh, we're happy to be one of those flying the flag, man. Mm-hmm. Now, you guys are great, and um, you know, you, Kenny, I've watched you for years, and you know, so you you guys always have a special. <laughs> part in our heart here you know because i i know i mean you and i've talked you've always had nhra drag racing i, mean, I know that that runs deep for you and i know you cover all motorsports and i respect that but uh i know you love nhra and and uh, i'm glad that uh that i'm on here today it's been a long time and uh, uh it's glad to be you know kind of pushing out the the great news on the nhra and the one thing i do want to say and i didn't talk about it so I want to thank, you know, Marcus Lomonas, you know, Camping World came in at a critical oh, time yes. for us. And, you know, kudos to Marcus Lomonas. I mean, that guy um, stepping up, uh, you know, uh, in, in, in 2020, uh, you know, we're sitting in the middle of running 11 events. You know, everybody's trying to get their sport going. And this guy comes in and invests in our sport. And, you know, he's, he's with us for many years. And, uh, I love what he does on social media, man. He can uh, he can get things moving quick. Yeah. Glenn, I bet you didn't think, and I'm I'm jumping in here, Kenny. We already said goodbye, but <laughs> I bet you didn't think that some part in your professional world that TikTok was going to be one of the most important things you'll when 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 my kids first told me about TikTok, I'm like, is that like a joke it's uh, is that like a tic-tac is that something i'm supposed to, to put in my mouth or something but yeah like tic-tac i mean come on but i'll tell you a lot of people watch it and um mm-hmm. you know jeffrey young who, who kenny i know you've talked to um i don't think you've met jeffrey jeffrey joined us uh, about three years ago uh, came over from pbr um you know he was a vp for for sean and, and the guys over there but mm-hmm. uh He's really, you know, he's put in HRA on TikTok and, uh, you know, you're, you're going to see more of us on social media. We we hired uh, uh, another social media person just about four months ago. And uh, this young gentleman is, uh, is doing great. So, um, no, it's, we're, we're, we're in a good place. We got a lot of things uh, clicking on all cylinders for sure. All right, Glenn. Uh, enough goodbyes, man. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Thank see you. you, man. Have a great day. You got it. Take care. Bye now. 
much motorsports. Not much motorsports. Helio or Helio. Not, not, not. Well, not only that. Much, much, much. Thank you, I love you. And headlining the party. Douchebags. Loose. Not much motorsports. Freaks. Not much motorsports. I got about 45 seconds here. Ontario woman wakes to a meteorite landing on her pillow. Yeah. May have fallen through. uh, Well, fell through her roof. And remnants fell on her face. (laughs) Uh, It may have fallen as far away as... uh, Where's that? Oh, come on, man. Where the hell did it go? There it is. Meteorite from outer space fell through a roof. They confirmed that it was a meteorite. The woman says it gives her a new perspective on life, how you could just perish with a meteorite. But but she didn't. She didn't. Uh, shoot the juice to the moose and stat, man. Cut it loose. Yep. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. 